All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 20th of July. One of the big talking points at the start of market hours today will be the special pre-open session that will be conducted at 9am to determine the share price of Reliance Industries after Geo Financial Services is spun off into a separate listed entity. Today is a record date for that demerger, which essentially means that everyone that owns a Reliance Industries share as of today will be entitled to one of Geo Financial Services. Yesterday was the last day to acquire an RIL share for that purpose and yesterday also saw Reliance Industries FNO contracts expiring. New contracts will emerge after the share price discovery in the open session. Also do watch for Infosys results. You've already seen results from TCS, HCL Tech and Wipro as well as LTI Mindtree. In corporate news, Kren Savage Asset Management has opposed Sun Pharma's bid to acquire the remaining shares of Taro Pharmaceutical Industries, calling its offer paltry. In a statement, it said that Sun Pharma failed to offer a controlled premium and also seemingly ignored Taro's 22 generic drugs that are awaiting clearance in the US, including four with tentative approvals. Earlier this year, in May, Sun Pharma had offered to acquire 21.5% stake for $38 a share. It owns the remaining 78.5% already. Moving to international news, the world's biggest iron ore producer, Rio Tinto Group, has said that second quarter shipments of the commodity fell 1% from a year earlier as China's sluggish economic recovery weighed on demand. While the company left full-year export guidance for its core product unchanged, it trimmed output forecasts for alumina and refined copper. In news on China, the Communist Party and government have issued a joint pledge to improve conditions for private businesses in a signal that Beijing wants to bolster corporate confidence as economic growth wanes. That's a Bloomberg report. In fact, China vowed to treat private companies the same as state-owned enterprises, according to that statement. Governments at various levels are being encouraged to invite entrepreneurs for consultation before drafting and evaluating policies. Oil continues to hover below the $80 per barrel mark, seeing a bit of a pullback after a short rally in the previous session, with traders largely ignoring a US stockpile report that signaled tighter markets. Now, wheat futures have jumped after Russian Defense Ministry said that all vessels in the Black Sea heading to Ukrainian ports will be considered potential carriers of military cargo starting today. And meanwhile, Russian President Vladimir Putin won't attend next month's summit of BRICS leaders in Johannesburg in person. That resolves a potential dilemma for South Africa as to whether to execute an international criminal court warrant for his arrest. That's a Bloomberg report as well. Apple is quietly working on artificial intelligence tools that could challenge those of OpenAI, Google and others. But the company has yet to devise a clear strategy for releasing the technology to consumers. It has already built a framework to create language models and with that foundation, which is known as Ajax, 
Apple has also created a chatbot service that some engineers are calling Apple GPT. And in international markets, U.S. stocks gained once more, with the Dow climbing another 0.3% and the S&P 500 rising 0.2%. The Nasdaq was flat. And in the Asia-Pacific region, it's a mixed start to trade with two of three early rises trading in the red. And now here's Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. Lots of big names at the center of action today. What are you focusing on? Good morning, Alex, and thanks for that. Um, so, you know, I mean, obviously, in the Indian market's perspective, everybody's looking forward to Reliance, but that's not it. I think there is a market beyond, and uh, we'll talk about that a little bit. Keep in mind that the U.S. markets, while they did okay, uh, they slipped in after hours trade, and maybe tech companies have a bit of an issue. Agro commodities have really soared, and there could be relative impact on, you know, companies um, engaged in, any kind of wheat activity or cotton activity, right? Whether input or output. So keep those in mind. But banks and reliance drove the index higher yesterday as well. Very like PSU index stayed very strong and very likely that all of these pockets uh, might be in focus in today's session too. FI buying continues as you would have mentioned already. Uh, so that is a bit of a solace. Okay, stocks to watch. Now yesterday reliance, uh, reliance is the first in focus of course because of uh, a bit of an unprecedented thing that's happening within Reliance as well. Uh, we'll see the constant price mechanism in play today. But more importantly, Reliance, the base stock, saw 67% of delivery-based buying in trade yesterday because a lot of people would have swapped out of the derivatives into cash uh, in order to not lose out on the price benefits that come in today or or whichever way the trade is shaped. And therefore, we might see some bit of reversal there. Cash market selling, getting back into derivatives. It may not have too much of an impact, but it's important to keep in mind. A big deal for transformers and rectifiers, a negative side, of course. Gujarat Energy Transmission Corporation has decided to stop dealing with the company for a period of three years. Now, this stop deal notices on the ground that the company had allegedly submitted a forged material dispatch clearance certificate for certain transformers supplied. The company on its part is saying that it had conducted the inspection tests and is taking steps to defend its position against this allegation. But I reckon that transformers and rectifiers will have a slam dunk this morning. Dr. Eddie's um, has received zero observations and no action from the US FDA in the Shrikakulam API manufacturing facility. And this should be a shot in the arm. Not so much for Sun Pharma, uh, wherein Kren Savage Asset Management has opposed Sun's bid to take Taro private on account of the low of value. Trend Savage says that shareholders could receive $45 per share on liquidation compared with Sun's offer of 38 This means that if Sun wants to do it, uh, and, and Trend Savage is the largest minority shareholder, assuming that its vote holds importance, uh, this means that Sun might have to shell out a bit more. This could be negative for Sun. Shri Cement has received an inspection notice from the Ministry of Corporate Affairs. Maybe this clouds the stock, though yesterday Hero also had received something and not that the stock really reacted. So keep that in mind. Some good news for a couple of infra names. PNC InfraTech has signed a concession agreement for three hybrid annuity mode projects with NHAI for about 3,260 crores spread over 24 months. But this is big uh, because PNC InfraTech's book-to-build ratio continues to improve and quite significantly, really. Omega Engineering is the other one. Electron Green Tech has awarded a 395 crore order to build electric vehicle manufacturing facility. Mega is, of course, Electra's parent and ultimate beneficiary. Uh, so this one might have a small reaction uh, in results very quickly. Tata Communications had uh, nothing kind of a quarter. In fact, net profit was down 
381 crores, slightly higher than the estimated 374. Margins slightly lower than the estimated 22.4. Maybe reacts a little bit. Hudson Agro could do well. Margins showed up from 8.84 to 11% and net profit jumped 54%. And LNT Finance saw uh, higher than expected NI plus fees driving a 2% beat on PAT. So these are a few stocks on my radar. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.